Feedbacky. Give you some feedback, huh? In a good way. The, the good check, kind of feedback. Check one, two. <laughs> They're live. They don't like feedback. <laughs> don't try and church it up. Why don't you go practice falling down? I'll be there in a second. Oh, man. Need to watch <laughs> don't that try to church it up, Dirt. <laughs> Dear Tay. Joe Dear Tay. All right. You about ready to, to rev this engine? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Alright, let's cut this umbilical cord. <laughs> I'll, fi- I'll find one. That sounds good. Okay, here we go. Let's let's give birth to this podcast. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Ever Gamer Podcast. My name is Nick. Hey, and I'm Skitch256, or Ben, in real life. In real life. Yeah, we're doing this. Mm, we're Skitch256 doing... is not my government name. Yeah, we've we've been over this. We know that. Well, if you're new to the podcast, you may not know. Le Ben El I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like uh, I'm not like Elon Musk's kid. <laughs> what is what is that kid's name? Like X-A-E... X twelve, I don't know, something like that. Like that's Robot One X. That's his government. That's his government name. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. It's uh. it is stupid. Look it up right now. Look oh up Elon gosh. Musk's kid's name. Son. Now I, Elon Musk won't care what I think because he's got more money than you know. Oh yeah, it's like X and then the A E A twelves. Uh huh. Mm hmm. And it's like they all the symbols stand for different things. So like X is like the unknown variable. And then like A E stands for I can't remember what it stands for. Dang it. X Ash A twelve. Ash? Ash. Yeah, I think that's and then the A twelve is a plain model number that him and his girlfriend Grimes really like. It's like this is not made up. Like this is from her Twitter. Like what what the name means. It's like X Ash A twelve. A twelve. Archangel twelve, the precursor to the SR seventy one coolest Archangel. plane ever. That's it. Archangel would have been an awesome name. Why A twelve? I don't know. I don't oh, know, man. man. Okay, we went off the rails real quick. Uh, welcome. Well, I'm just saying, all that to say, Skitch256 is not my government name. Yes, his government name is Epsilon1XT75. <laughs> Beta Epsilon, what's, is there in new? Is that what it is? Ben. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, we'll, we'll get back onto it. We're, um... We're this is it. This is the podcast. We're, this is what we're doing. Yeah, we're gonna talk about games uh, for this podcast um, at <laughs> some point. Uh, yeah, we've we've we. Uh, I even forgot what we talked about the last podcast. We talked about Spider Man. I gave like my oh, that's right. Kind of final impressions on that game. Mm-hmm. What else did we talk about? We talked about specs on the vamp. Vamp. 
uh, Xbox Series X versus PS5. That's right. <laughs> kind of compared specs, but uh, this week we're actually going to talk about the Xbox quote gameplay quote reveal uh, that they did um, for the for the the thirteen games they revealed. <laughs> And uh, we're going to get into um, maybe talking about UE5, Unreal Engine 5, and how ridiculous... X-Ash-A12. <laughs> version X-Ash-A12. Uh, and then we're actually going to talk about uh, this game we've been playing called um, Journey to the Savage Planet, which is way different than I expected it to be. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Earlier, you said "quote unquote." It reminded me of that episode of uh, The Office when Michael keeps on saying "baby daddy," <laughs> and Daryl's like, "You have to stop saying baby daddy." And he's like, "Why? Because I'm white." Quote unquote. Or no, he's just like, unqu- "He's like quote white quote unquote." <laughs> he's like, "No, because you're not a baby daddy." <laughs> I'm someone's baby. You want to hold me? <laughs> How about this? You attached to his baby over there? <laughs> oh, man. What, what you been playing lately besides Journey to the Savage Planet? We'll, we'll come back to that. Um, I've been trying to... So I've I've been really in a lull as far as video games. I've been wanting to play a an RPG, like get into something with like deep yeah. deep story mechanics and that sort of thing. I've been bouncing around a little bit. I, I tried to play Wasteland 2. It didn't really catch my attention. Pillars of Eternity. um, That did, kind Mm. of, but it's a little bit older of a game, and it wasn't, like, it wasn't hooking me. Um, Yeah. I guess it wasn't really, like, what I was looking for as far as, like, an RPG. Um, Because I think I was looking for more of, like, a turn-based type of thing. Um, And... uh, Sure. You know, I, I bounced I bounced around to a couple different games. I started Final Fantasy fifteen a while ago, but it again, like it I don't know, it was a little more of, of action adventure ish than RPG ish. Hmm. To me, yeah. uh, you know, I could be very, very wrong in my assumption of that. Um but I've been really enjoying uh playing D and D, uh Dungeons and Dragons with um with Ashton. And yeah. um because that's super heavy RPG mechanics, and it's just been really fun to see her go from not being a gamer, really, at all, to, like, understanding these pretty intricate game mechanics and, like, um, kind of diving into who her character is and her abilities and her yeah. skills and really driving the story and, like, helping write the story as her being the player. And... um it's been really fun to quote gamer quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like she's not the traditional gamer, I guess, but I guess in a sense now she's more tradi- uh, tr- of a traditional gamer because it's a tabletop RPG and it's where all video game RPGs kind of sprung from. Um, right. Or got right. It she might from. be more of a traditional gamer than most gamers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because of that. Yeah. But it's, re- it's been really, really fun. It's been really cool. And she's actually kind of caught the bug and she wants to actually, um dm um dm is a term um called dungeon master they're the ones who kind of run the engine and kind of direct the story a little bit or i guess kind of create the world while the players play in it and uh another term for that is game master or gm and so she actually wants to uh gm a, a game for me of a story that she wrote um 
Cool. Of a, of a story that she's been writing that takes place in Charleston. It's a little bit more of a contemporary or modern story. And it has all these like mm. fantasy creatures and stuff like that. And um, it's a young adult kind of novel that, that she's, she started writing probably 10 years ago, but she's, she like wrote like half the novel and then it kind of fell off her radar for a little bit. Um, sure. But it kind of got her back into wanting to write because she's been doing some research to prepare to to gm this game for me and um and it's been really cool cool to to see her jump back into writing and using this as a means to get back into writing um but yeah Yeah. i've been really really wanting to to jump back into a uh, rpg game i'm thinking about playing assassin's creed odyssey um Mm. but yeah just right now it's been it's been difficult to like find I don't know. Just find the game that I'm looking to play. I don't know why. I just feel very particular about a kind of game that I want to jump into, and I just have been ha- haven't been able to find it yet. And so, yeah, um, yeah, I'm kind of in a weird. I get that weird. I don't know mental space as far as video games are. Um, yeah, yeah. What have you been playing? Uh, besides Journey to the Savage Planet, uh. Most of my games during the stay-at-home stuff have been Destiny 2 and um, Slay the Spire. Yeah. I've been playing... I put a ton of time into Slay the Spire over the past few months. Yeah. And forgot how much I just love that game. Yeah. It is... Um, it's definitely one of those games when I'm like, I'll just hop on for 10 minutes and play this on a break from work. That's exactly then, what happens to me. And then 45 minutes later... Yeah. I've done a run of the you know, the whole the whole <laughs> yeah. thing, and it's it, it's very um, it's very addicting to to be able to create so many diverse ways to succeed. Yeah, in the game, uh, and and when you find a deck build that really works, you feel crazy powerful. Yeah. And um, it's just cool. It, it's 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 such a great game. And then, <clears throat> honestly, like Destiny is not in the greatest spot right now, mm-hmm. like PVE or PvP wise. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's there's been a ton of drama uh, in the community because a bunch of people weren't happy, and then they released this quest. So like they did this thing called Guardian Games, mm-hmm. which a lot of people just called Bounty Simulator because you just got a bunch of bounties and you ran them over and over again yeah, and right. different things like that. Um, Titans completely swept the floor with the warlocks and the hunters, which is as it should be. <laughs> I salute you, Titan brethren, eaters of crayons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what's the shoulder uh, charger? Char- chargers of shoulders. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and uh, so we we like the hunters won day one, and then Titans won every other day, and it was like a three week long thing (laughs) um but a bunch of people didn't really like it and that's totally fine uh like i i get why they didn't really care for it i enjoyed it just for like going in having a good time just you know kind of watching youtube in the background running bounties um and uh but right after that they released a quest where you had to go like as a community they wanted us to run nine million public events um, and like the community doing that is is not that bad. Like there's a lot of people that play Destiny and you can run 9 million public events pretty quickly, but a ton of people didn't want to do it because <laughs> yeah. we just got done with the bounty simulator and then they're like, Hey, run all these public events. 
and a bunch of people didn't want to do it. So anyway, they tweaked the quest where the community could get done with that part faster. And then there was like an individual part of the quest where you had to get a thousand kills with a shotgun, which actually wasn't that bad. I got that knocked out fairly quickly. But then the quest line, the step after that was bugged. <laughs> yeah, I read about that. <laughs> and, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't work. I know a bunch of people were mad about that. Bungie's been working like crazy and they got it fixed today. Um, just anyway, all that to say, a lot of unrest in the Destiny community, yeah. but I'm kind of over in my own corner just kind of enjoying myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm taking care of like quest lines that I haven't done yet. I was playing a bunch of Gambit, like getting weapons I haven't gotten yet, and those kinds of things, knocking out little triumphs of my own. Yeah. And the game itself is fun. It's it's fun to play on its own. Mm-hmm. So if I just want to, you know, just put on something in the background and knock some stuff out, it's been it's been enjoyable to do that. Yeah. Um, and then on streams, we've been playing this uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, which has been really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you want to jump into that right now, or if you want to talk about that later, but. Yeah, let's kind of let's let's come back to that one. Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> just because that game surprised me so much. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm curious to know what your what your expectations were going into it. Yeah, it was it was definitely not uh, <coughs> not what it ended up to being. Like right from the start, <laughs> um, I think we talked about that right when the game started, and so. Um, but yeah, you know it, it it was it was fun. But we'll come back to that. Um, yeah, let's okay. let's talk about this Xbox gameplay reveal. Um, a lot of people were mad about it. Uh, a lot of people were really <laughs> yeah, mad were. about it. Um, Why were they mad about it, Nick? Because it was called a gameplay reveal, and it didn't have any gameplay in it. <laughs> it had some. It had. It had some, some. It had some gameplay in it. Yeah, was it? Um, but who was it? Uh, Jeff Keighley or Ryan McCaffrey, one of them uh, tweeted it out that said, um, "In-game footage does not equal gameplay footage." Um, and no, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But there, there were, there was, uh, there were gameplay. Oh, sorry, there were games mm-hmm. that were revealed that had gameplay footage, not just like captured in engine. Mm-hmm. But, but the big problem was like. I think I think people probably would have let that go. It probably wouldn't have been that big of a deal for them mm-hmm. if they kind of fudged the language on some of the games and had gameplay for others. Yeah. But the biggest one was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, those Valhalla highly anticipated. Um, it, that's my it, that's my southerner coming out. Valhalla. Valhalla. <laughs> that Assassin's Creed Vikings. Assassin's game? Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was the most anticipated game, I think, because there was a, re- um, a reveal trailer for it, um, uh, yeah. recently or right before, and people were pretty, um, pretty happy about the whole like Vikings thing. I think that was a pretty cool look, um, and feel for the game and as I, a whole. And I'll say this, I haven't cared about Assassin's Creed in a really long time mm-hmm. and that, but that trailer was cool. Yeah. Like that trailer looked awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it. I think it showed a really cool side of um, of the Assassin's Creed franchise. You know, it it, it did really well in um, kind of delivering kind of the feel and the the tone of the game. Um, and so a lot of people were expecting gameplay from this gameplay reveal, and I think it was supposed to actually be gameplay reveal. Um, but well, um, they I don't whether it was supposed to be or not. They advertised it that way. Yeah, um, and that was kind of a big deal. And Ubisoft even apologized for it because I think they 
I think they did say that this was supposed to be a gameplay reveal. And so, like, after uh, after mm-hmm. this trailer, they, they went back and said, we're sorry. Xbox even apologized for the the thing. But, yeah, I mean, gameplay reveal um, as your kind of main uh, draw for this yeah. event, that means all these games should be showing gameplay. And for the most part, it didn't do that. There was Bright Memory, which I think did a good good job of that um yeah yeah. apparently made by one guy yeah that's that's what's crazy about that game um i think scarlet i don't understand how that's possible uh it's a really determined dude uh (laughs) he probably doesn't get a lot of sleep um i really i don't get it like i (laughs) i do not understand how any one person could do that uh with technology the way that it is now i can see how he could do it he's probably been working on it for four years three years something like Still that I love technology um, but listen, the, listen, but the, the guy the guy who made stardew valley yeah worked for five years to make stardew valley yeah exactly <laughs> and that game that game has got a lot of really deep stuff yeah. but like i'm just about graphically like yeah. i don't understand how it's possible like but compared to what there, we saw there i yeah. i so i was trying to learn level design in, in unreal engine 4 and um there was a guy who showed how to build an entire level in about an hour. Um, really great yeah. lighting, textures, everything. Showed how to do it from scratch. So with the technology the way that it is now, I believe it can be done. We saw a little bit of the gameplay. We didn't see too much of the world, just like little glimpse here and there. But, I mean, the thing is, it could a lot, be... A lot of weather. Yeah, and it could be... And that's that's another thing. Maybe there isn't like great draw distances... Um, but I don't know, but yeah. there are limitations there. We didn't see the whole game, you know, it could be an eight, sure, eight hour sure. game. Um, but I mean, it's <laughs> still very, still game. very, very, very <laughs> impressive for what it is. But that, yeah, absolutely. That game, maybe Scarlet Nexus were like the only two games that showed like for real gameplay. The rest of it was no, just... there were more than, there were more than that. So there was one that was, uh, there was one that was an isometric shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that definitely had gameplay in it. There was one. Is Scarlet Nexus the flying one or the uh, uh, anime one? The anime one. So the anime one had it. And then there was another one, that I think, that was like a... It was like... I don't know what you would call the genre. I just... I call it like Star Fox. <laughs> oh, uh, Chorus? <laughs> like that... Yes, Chorus. chorus. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that had glimpses of gameplay in it as well. I mean... Am, am I, I mean, am I being really technical? Yes. Like... Yeah. I, like for a gameplay reveal, the vast majority of what was revealed was not gameplay. <clears throat> yeah. But I've also heard, like, I've also heard the hyperbole on the internet. It's like there was no gameplay. Like I was in a stream watching it, uh, and this guy was like, <laughs> "The biggest problem with that is that they didn't reveal anything." And I was yeah. like, "Well, they revealed like ten new IPs." Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, but you know what I mean." And I was like, "No, I don't know what you mean." Yeah. <laughs> like, you like you're you're saying you're like. Like I just want to make sure that we're framing it correctly. Yeah, yeah like, I, they definitely, I, they definitely missed the mark. Yeah, but there was some, there was gameplay shown. I, I don't, yeah. you know, of course, there's, of course, there was gameplay. Um, for it to be a gameplay reveal, I think every one of these games should have had gameplay shown in it, not just, not just captured, not just captured footage in the engine, but like, so I think I like agree. chorus. I don't think we actually saw gameplay. I think that was in engine footage. Um, same thing with okay. Yakuza. Um, like, we didn't see actual gameplay. I think that was all in-game footage. 
Um, and actually, that game looks nuts. When I was <laughs> when I was making my demo reel using Smite stuff, I had to specify like captured with in game footage, and not like gameplay, because mm-hmm. like a lot of the NPCs were just static. So I can like do abilities, and you can hear my sound design over it. So like, it was a it was a major mistake yeah. uh, on their part, and I, I and I I want I don't want to say accident, like because if, at this stage. There's no way that they don't understand the difference between gameplay and captured and engine. Sure, I've had because that's not the same thing, and everyone knows that that's not the same thing. And so I, I, think, I don't, I don't know what their plan was there. I but, think yeah. Xbox could have been duped. Um, you know, I can't. We, we don't know. Uh, that's kind of one position we can speculate, and I, that's where I'm coming from. I'm speculating. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, Xbox could have just been. You know, these need to be gameplay trailers, but then when they receive the actual trailers, that's what they got, and that's what they had to present, no matter what they had marketed for earlier. That may have been what so. they got from the studios, um, and I think that's what happened yeah, with, yeah, with Ubisoft. Okay. Like, there's a lot of speculation that maybe. Ubisoft just just didn't have the time to um, to polish polish for the gameplay to be captured, and so they just you know they they delivered what they could, which was just an extended trailer. Um, right. But the thing is, on the um, you know it kind of sucks because on the title for the YouTube video it says Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, first look gameplay trailer and it's not you know and so that's <laughs> it's not at all that's that's kind of what what um, that's kind of what sucks about like most of these just say reveal trailer um, announcement trailer announce trailer reveal trailer uh, announcement trailer so um, it, it could have been yeah. that maybe Xbox was like okay we're gonna do a gameplay reveal uh, event and that's what we're expecting from these devs. Maybe it could have been a miscommunication and yeah. they didn't know that, or maybe, maybe so. they just didn't have the gameplay recorded and they couldn't deliver yeah. that. So it, it sucks because it, I wanted to see more. Definitely wanted to see more gameplay. Absolutely, and it's also it's just it's uh, it's really bad timing. Not necessarily, it's not necessarily timing, but there's just way more pressure on this because this is. This was supposed to be kind of the first look at next generation games. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of, I can only think of one other game that we've seen snippets of of like gameplay or cinematics from next gen, and that's a, I think it's called Godfall. It's like a it's like a third person. Yeah, I think um, I'm trying about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's made by Gearbox actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a third person hack and slash, but like like uh, loot. Loot and shooter. I think I've heard them called like a uh, stab and grab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of a uh, shoot and loot. Um, but uh, like, and that looked pretty cool, but we only seen a really small amount of that. And then it's like, okay, this is for the Xbox Series X. Yeah. And we're going to be revealing gameplay. And all of us are going, okay, we've talked, we've heard about the teraflops like a thousand times. No, none, of, none of us know what the hell a teraflop is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool, <laughs> but apparently it's supposed. To, yeah, it sounds great, and apparently you got twelve of them, and that's that's great. So so the thing should look, you know, be amazing, um, and then sort of like gameplay reveal. Okay, and then they show, they showed a bunch of stuff that like either wasn't gameplay, mm-hmm. or it or it didn't really flex. It didn't really meet our expectations of what a next generation 
hardware video game, what our expectation is, which also kind of plays into the story that came out about Valhalla after that. Yeah. Um, which, you know, me and you have talked about a little off the podcast, but um, Ubisoft came out and said that Valhalla is like targeting a minimum of 30 frames per second. Yeah. Um, for the graphics, and and if you're not if you're not familiar with that means, it just has to do with the number of frames that well, it's the number of frames that per the video second. video game can show you per second. Um, which, you know, like imagine like a cartoon like flip book. Like if you have half as many pages, then the number of images that you can draw it's like it, like there's less fine detail and it's less smooth. But if you're able to double the number of images that you can show, mm-hmm. then it it makes things a lot smoother. Um, and so we've heard a lot of talk about like 60 frames per second. Some people talk about 120 frames per second. And then to hear Valhalla come out and say, or Ubisoft come out, come out and say about that game, that it's hitting a minimum of 30 frames per second. 30 frames per second is what we're already working with mostly. It's not it's not the most stable 30 frames per second at, at like really high level games with lots of stuff going on. Yeah. But, you know, our expectations at this point are, uh, we should be seeing more power, better graphics. And then, uh, we were looking forward to that with this gameplay and then that just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so as far as like the kind of going back to what we were talking about, uh, the other day about the, the 30 FPS for Valhalla. Yeah. Um, they said that you can expect 30 FPS when you boot up the game in 4K on launch day. Um, and to preface all that, they're saying they're committed to offer the best experience to players by immersing them in the most beautiful worlds and environments we can create, leveraging not only the graphic enhancements offered by the next generation consoles, but also faster loading times and the new architecture. So I think they're um, what they're saying is that they're trading a higher frame rate for... Um, a more, I guess, more assets in the world, smoother textures, I think more you're beautiful right. textures. I think you're right. Um, you yeah. know, because there's a there's a trade off there. If you want to try and run more at, uh, frames per second, like that takes more graphical power, and you have to, you have to give somewhere else. Right. And that's that's something that's always talked about in game de- development is your resources, uh, resource management. Right. You have um, a budget. Yeah, there's a budget. Every every yeah. department has their budget, um, and so. You know, a game like that that's not primarily multiplayer, it's primarily, you know, single player or co-op. It's really about the story and uh, the, yeah. especially for Assassin's Creed, they're very much about the environment and the world and immersing you in that. Um, so for me, it's not a big deal. And I think a lot of people might, I think the title of the uh, article is really messed up because it's eye-catching and it's really putting out the wrong information um, because it's mm. not what Xbox has is targeting for a minimum on their their consoles. For a minimum, their consoles can do 4K at 60 frames, no problem. But for this game, they're leveraging more graphical power for... You know, for their environments and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I, I think it's just it's just really crappy for you know the the news outlets to kind of you know market sure. the article like that because then it puts a big old target on Ubisoft's back and not uh, not saying hey they have a certain amount of resources they want to devote it to a different portion, not just frames per second. Right. Um, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, still Valhalla, it, it still looks great to me. I think, I think it'll be a really good game. 
as as the way that they rebooted the Assassin's Creed franchise with Origins and then Odyssey, um, I think Valhalla is going to be a yeah. really really fun one. I really hope they innovate a little bit and and you know try and do some new stuff um, because you know Origins and Odyssey they're they're in a good spot there. But like if they do the same old thing, same gameplay, you know mechanics just reskinned, you know they're going to start falling to that old pattern again. I think. I think they're going to make some changes. Um, was it Breakpoint? Was that what it, Ghost Recon Break, yeah. Breakpoint? Breakpoint didn't happen long enough ago for it to have really affected a lot of this game's development. Sure. Um, but I do know that Ubisoft went through some pretty massive changes yeah. after Breakpoint hit because it failed so badly. And I, I do think that there was probably some time to influence the decisions they made for this game. Sure. Not... Not a lot because game development takes a really long time and it's a crazy amount of work. Mm-hmm. But um, I've like I've heard that the the game is smaller like than the um, Odyssey or um, Origins. Thank God. Uh, well, it's definitely smaller than Odyssey. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And and I so I think they're kind of going taking some feedback and saying we don't need to make this a big, bigger, emptier world. Yeah. You know, so you can say it's big, right? <laughs> like, try, hopefully, they're making it a little bit smaller and adding more substance. And I exactly. heard that they are—I don't know a ton of details, but I think they're going back to a system in Assassin's Creed Two, which I liked a lot, which is like having a home base. Oh yeah, yeah. That you can make upgrades and stuff mm-hmm. with, which I thought was a really great system. I loved it. Um, yeah. It was really cool to see your your like uh, villa and your and your village mm-hmm. like like upgrade as you went through the game and things like that. That was really great. Yeah. So. Um, I'm curious to see what they'll do as well. Ezio Ariatore. Yeah. yeah that was, I think that was my favorite Assassin's Creed. That and the the two sequels that came with it, um, Brotherhood and Revelations, I think those three games were right. really, really great. Um, so of, I, I enjoyed too. Like, you know me, I'm not a big Assassin's Creed fan, yeah. but um, I did enjoy two um, a lot more than I enjoyed one. And uh, part of it was because of those different systems. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, so f- of these 13 games that were announced, which one is, I guess, the most exciting for you? I don't... Uh, honestly, like, I didn't really see anything that I thought, I'm definitely going to play that. Yeah. Um, and it's not... I mean, I, I, I'm very excited about the fact that there's new IP coming out, like new intellectual properties are coming out, people are trying new things. Mm-hmm. I think that's excellent. I will say there was one game in there that I was like, that is nightmare fuel. <laughs> Scorn? Scorn? Scorn, yes. yes. You knew immediately. Yeah. I was watching it. I was watching it and like the whole chat and the streamer I was watching were like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Like this, this looks strangely sexual and yeah. do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, I do. Like, I was watching it going, like, can they show this? Like, I feel like this is some really strong innuendo in a very weird way. <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm definitely, I'm, like, curious about what that game is going to be like when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, uh, it was weird. And um, there was a couple other other interesting ideas for IPs. But, um, I mean, I would say that of all of them, probably Assassin's Creed was the one that I thought looked the most interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not big on isometric shooters. I'm not big on like space, like flight game warfare. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not big on like anime games or anything like that. So to me, it just was like, mm, and I'm definitely not big on like Madden or anything like yeah. that, which is another game that they showed. So, yeah, I got you. That I, I will say, like this, that reveal was not so much uh, was not so much for me. Like I wasn't super into it. I know they're going to be coming out with new reveals, mm-hmm. especially like first party developers for Xbox. I'm really excited to see those. But yeah, this one was kind of like, oh, that's cool, but I'm not, I'm not really sure. Which that's fair. That's super interesting. What about what? Yeah, what about you? That's fair. I kind of had the same um, same reaction. There was nothing here that really jumped out at me that I really really wanted to play. Um, Valhalla, I'm I'm definitely interested in. Uh, there are two games I think that um, that I'm interested in maybe checking out, like Call of the Sea, which looked. Yeah. I think the art style um, and the feel of it was uh, was really intriguing to me. Um, and yeah. then, uh, Vampire the Masquerade, I was kind of interested in that one as well. Oh yeah. That one did look pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, the, the beginning of it very much plays out like Joker, you know, that kind of psychological, yeah. um, just the, the, the opener was just really, really like creepy mess with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But those are the two games that the are the dancing sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I think as far as like the the full gamut, none of these really really like called out to me. Um, Scorn yeah. and Medium were the two games where I was like, okay, these are actually showing what the next generation of consoles could do. Especially Scorn, um, the lighting yeah. and the particle physics and the, yeah, yeah, the depth of field and and the camera work, everything about it was just <laughs> was really really well done, um, and. Like that was the one trailer where I was like, okay, this is what they need to be showing more of. Things like this mm. to show the power of of the the um, the console, and it was yeah. it was pretty amazing. Um, but the rest of them, I didn't really feel that that great. Didn't really feel like we we're looking at next gen stuff, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, maybe maybe Dirt looks pretty good. Dirt Five. Um, but yeah. you know those the driving games have have always looked pretty decent. There really hasn't been, um, yeah, I agree you know, with that. Too much pixelation and and you know issues with textures and stuff before. So, um, yeah. As far as like uh, next gen or maybe end of this gen, what what's uh kind of your most anticipated game? Maybe one you're looking forward to playing on on the new, on a new console, the next generation. It's gonna sound kind of lame, but I I don't. I don't know of any new games that I'm just like super excited about. Mm. I think mainly so because like talking about talking about specifically FPS. Like I agree with you that Valhalla or like a third person story driven. Like I mean, I just played God of War. Sure. That's at 30 frames per second on PS uh, PS4, yeah. um, the one I have, and it was great. Like I, I never cared that it wasn't 60 FPS. Sure. Like that was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I've been playing, you know, playing Destiny on my console and I've been playing a lot of Gambit and sometimes the frames drop down to like 15, yeah. 20 frames per second yeah. because there's just so much going on on the screen and the system just can't handle it. Yeah. And on a, in a first person shooter, that is really bad because then your aim is all over the place. It's hard to, it's like you are right in it. So it's really disorienting. And so honestly, the thing I'm most excited to see is... Is Destiny Two going to be sixty FPS on the next console? I feel like it has to be. Yeah. I feel like if it's not sixty FPS on the next console, the Destiny community is going to be so mad. Yeah. Well, I I don't see how it can't be. Um, yeah. 
I, I really don't see how it wouldn't be. I think it will be, but um, I, like that kind of thing, like just being able to play on my console, like fire up Destiny Two, play sixty FPS on a console. Yeah. I think that that sounds really fun. Sure. And then, uh, you know, of course, I'm interested in seeing what Halo Infinite looks like. You know, mm-hmm. I, I grew up on Halo, um, so I'm I'm curious to see if they can kind of redeem themselves from Halo Five. And, yeah. Right. Um, go from there, but um. Other than that, like I, I, you know, I haven't really seen enough of what's coming out in the next generation to be excited yet. Sure. Um, what about you? I, I think so. Probably the most anticipated game for me is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, CD Projekt Red has always made really amazing games. They're, I think they they know the RPG genre really well. They're um, they're the way that they write and make quests. I think we've talked about that before. I think it's a it's yeah. a I think they're just I'm I'm very much in line with how they develop and what they develop. Um I, I agree with right. with almost everything <clears throat> they do. Um so I'm very excited um uh, for that one. <clears throat> I'm I'm looking at a list right now of, of a few that I'm really interested in playing. I was really interested in Watch Dogs Legion. Um I think okay. what they're showing of that was pretty interesting. Um, cause they're trying to do some new stuff with that. Um, I've always liked the watchdog games. I, I really enjoyed the first one, even though it wasn't like necessarily what a lot of people were hoping for. I had a lot of fun yeah. on it and then I played it again, modded with graphic upgrades and stuff and it looked amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, yeah. I played watchdogs too, which I thought that was a really fun game too. Um, and I'm really hoping that they can populate the world more. Um, yeah. like with, with, more um i guess substance rather than just um textures and so if they can do that i think mm. watchdogs can be a really really fun game i think that a lot of the gameplay mechanics have just been always really really fun to me um and uh another game that i am fairly interested in playing is dying light 2 so i was a big fan of, okay. of dead island i played that i played Dying Light 1, um, I played that twice, and I beat it twice, or I guess I finished it twice, and um, the mechanics of it, everything about that game was always really fun to me. It was an open world, first person, kind of parkour, uh, melee RPG type thing. Um, I don't know if yeah. it was necessarily an RPG, but it, it was really, really fun because uh, it took kind of the, the idea of what Mirror's Edge was, which is a very interesting mm. game gameplay and stuff, and yeah. added yeah. The, the combat system and um, very interesting enemies and stuff like that. And the world is, yeah. is really well populated or really well, um, I, I guess populated would be the right word, the 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 debris and the, the world feels very realistic and feels very, like, really really well designed and so yeah. um dying light 2 is very very interesting cool. to me um yeah but for the most part I, i'm not you know there's not a lot here that i'm super super um you know looking forward to but um well i think i think the name of the game for a while is going to be um playing games that you can play right now just in a better way sure uh, I mean, because that's you know that's kind of part of the the smart delivery thing is you can buy a game that's you can already play on the Xbox One X yeah. or the you know, uh, and then if you if the smart delivery system is working for that, you just have it on the next console. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's going to be 
you know, for a long time, we've always seen console releases as this jump where there's not this compatibility between the two um, systems. And that's, I, you know, it, this is the first time ever that it's not really like that. Like, yeah. I, you know, I could play it. I think maybe I could play Destiny 2 uh, on the Series X mm-hmm. with, you know, with someone who's still playing on Xbox sure. One X or whatever, you know, and and that's that's never happened before yeah. between console generations. So um, it might be a while before we see some truly next gen games that right. can't be played on previous hardware. You know, that'll be yeah, we're, that we'll be really be seeing that stuff happen. I was watching a video or an article or an article or something <clears throat> talking about how why we're not seeing the same types of jumps in or improvement um, from generation to generation because you know going from PS1 to PS2 to PS3, same thing with Xbox. <coughs> uh, from Xbox to the uh, Xbox 360, the Xbox One, like with each jump, the technology improvements are less and less um, mm-hmm. uh, because we're just getting to that point where we've done all the easy quote unquote easy um improvements already all those like big game breaking Mm. or like um like um those big leaps they've all been done now what we're doing are very small minute things that make a difference um, but is not as big of a difference and so um yeah like I mean, with with even with the technology that we have now, the Xbox One X and the the PS5 Pro or PS4 Pro, um, we still have issues like load screens. Load screens are still a huge, huge issue, um, and that's not yep. not just on the console side. That's server side too. Um, that's yep. internet speeds. Um, there's also the you know frame rate drops. There's still massive amounts of frame rate drops and, and you know lag that happens. Um, when yep. too much goes on up on screen, sometimes you'll get textures that will will break or pop in and out. Um, even uh, draw right. distances; those are still big issues that haven't been, um, you know, corrected in the most advanced console generations that we have right now. So those improvements, if they can get those happening, I think getting a Stable 30 FPS is a good baseline. So, like, that sure. should be the bare minimum now. Um, having, yeah. you know, the internet connection or, you know, not losing uh, frames or even, like, longer draw distances. Um, uh, so, like, there is a game... This is from a small... I can't remember what game it was, but the draw distances were horrible. They were absolutely horrible. Um, you see textures and, and assets popping in like really close to you, and it was really annoying. You know when you're you're sprinting and you just yeah. see things popping in. Um, so like right. having improvements there would be a huge um, improvement to the gameplay and the immersion in the world. Um, yeah. I mean, what I wouldn't give for for no load screens. Um, I think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be one of the major frontiers yeah. that they're pushing with the next generation is just cut down dramatically on loading yeah um that's a that's yeah. gameplay that's that's gameplay session time that's being wasted so oh i know <clears throat> yeah <laughs> um well speaking of jumping forward in the future um <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about this unreal engine 5 yeah uh, because i am a technology 
plebeian and I don't understand a lot of what happened, but well, you, it looked pretty. You tell me, yeah, tell me, tell me what you saw and what you understood of it. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it was very much a, a um, tech so demo and a lot of tech jargon. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I got to see the the video. So if you're listening and you haven't watched the Unreal Engine Five, like gameplay tech demo i think it actually was gameplay because what they what they claimed was you could actually play that on ps yeah it was running it was running in real time on a ps5 and if you have like a ps5 dev kit which none of it you know nick and i obviously don't have but (laughs) like apparently like you could you could actually play that um and it looked i mean it looked incredible it was like this woman she was walking through this um uh it's like what are those the terracotta warriors or what I'm thinking of like in, in that uh, in the Forgotten City or, or the Forbidden City. Yeah. Um, it, it looked a lot like that. Right. Uh, there was some really incredible lighting and really beautiful detail on these like statues that was happening. And what I heard, I heard a couple different things. Something had to do with like the way that the lighting technology system works is really amazing. Mm-hmm. Something about rendering it like in real time, yeah. like what's happening there. Like it's not it's not pre. It, it wasn't pre-rendered, yeah. so it's all like it's. I think what I was gathering was it's able to like make kind of like spontaneous lighting mm-hmm. uh, look really amazing. And then I saw, I heard something along the lines of like, you can design an asset like a like one of those statues mm-hmm. in like really really high detail, yeah. and then literally just move that over into the engine, and the engine's able to render it. Yeah at the same level of detail without any issues. And I heard a lot about like billions of triangles. It was, po- and I don't really understand. It was polygons. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Polygons, billions of polygons. Well, I think a triangle is uh, a polygon. So, uh, <laughs> sure. There you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, you know, when we, was that like uh, all triangles are polygons, but not all polygons are triangles. Like, <laughs> yes, that's it. That's absolutely true. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so way, way back uh, when we first were getting into like 3D games, like with the PS1, Final Fantasy VII, um, the yeah. amount of polygons. Literal triangles. Each, <laughs> each polygon <laughs> is like a surface that has a texture on it. Um, uh-huh. And that's why characters, the the geometry of it was very blocky and you could see the actual shapes of the polygons. It's because we didn't have the resolution, um, or the, the power to produce smaller, um, polygons to, to, right. To process that many more polygons. And, you know, as, as technology advances and the processing power gets more and more powerful, um, we're able to put smaller, polygons and more polygons on screen which is essentially higher resolution um that's why going from a 4k um that's why going from a 1080p to a 4k you have four times the amount of pixels on screen so in a 27 inch Mm -hmm. screen that has 1080 um uh, 1080 uh that has only a quarter the amount of pixels on the same 27 inch screen of a 4k screen so right you know if you're able to get more pixels within a certain area that's pixel density so essentially what they're saying is their density of the polygons goes into the billions which is they say hundreds of millions or billions 
um, which is crazy because, you know, they showed that the mesh uh, system, and you you said it earlier, you couldn't even see the, the polygons themselves because they're so small and so minute, which means, <clears throat> you know, at a certain point, if you take a sphere that's made out of polygons and you put enough polygons that are small enough all over that surface, you're not going to tell that there's flat polygons on that surface. It's just going to look like a perfectly round sphere. So that's essentially mm. what's happening here. They can do that with textures. And what's amazing is I said you can use, I think, 8K textures, which on items that are static in the world, um, so like walls and floors and stuff like that, they usually use textures, um, and um, that is what you're actually seeing. So you have... Um, I'm not a I'm not a 3D artist or a animator or a rigger or anybody anything like that. But you have a fr uh, a mesh which is kind of like a framework, and then you have a texture that covers that shows like what the actual color and the texture and how light is going to bounce off of it and mm. different things like that. And the way that light sees these textures and hits it. And that's another thing about the light is it, it can hit these textures or these meshes and scatter the light in a very realistic way. And uh, the reason they use light and talk about light so much is because light is really difficult to reproduce because you have millions and billions of photons or waves that are hitting a surface and bouncing and interacting with different things. That's why like seeing the yeah. clothes movement and the hair movement hair particles light all that's really difficult because they're made up of very tiny uh photons or waves or what have you particles right. that all do each one does a different thing and so um so recreating light has always been very difficult and what's amazing about this light is the distance of your light surface to the um uh, to what it's hitting can actually create either hard shadows or soft shadows. And that's why hmm. these look so realistic is because it's creating very realistic shadows, scattering the light in a very realistic way. It's, it's reflecting and hitting the other surfaces in a very realistic way. It's, it's, it's just amazing. Um, how much detail there yeah. is the grass, the blades of grass, um, like all those used to be just static, like, assets that didn't move or didn't interact but now each one of those blades right. of grass can be an asset and interact differently with the world with wind with yeah. light with yeah. people walking by it it's just it's crazy this this is what excites me about like next gen um yeah consoles well it's the first thing i've seen that was like that's next yeah gen. absolutely <laughs> um now whether this yeah. is realistic you know or having this go on with combat or you know, five characters on screen or, you know, multiple light sources. That's something right. that you right. you didn't see in this in this um in this trailer. And it is it is very much a tech demo. Yeah. So I mean you know, who knows, you know, what 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 who knows what will be able to be made like you're saying, yeah. like in a real play experience. Yeah. But it, it it still it looked incredible. Yeah. I mean and so like the Unreal Engine is like the software side of it which shows the potential with the new consoles. So I think that's what we're missing right, right now is seeing that potential. Everybody's still designing for the end of the last generation and, you know, right. But no one's designing for like what's the max what we can do and that's what this this showed which I think this is very very important for the next next generation of consoles. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with that. Like sound too. I'm so excited to to see what people do with sound and you know how they can manipulate sound and you know how it hits surfaces and scatters, how occlusion is going to work. You know, it's, it's incredible. This, this is what excites me about the next generation. So, yeah. Speaking of a game, I wouldn't mind playing on the next generation (laughs) of hardware journey, uh, because, because my frame rate keeps on dipping (laughs) (laughs) really low. Uh, But I'm still having a blast with this game. It was a journey to the Savage Planet. Yeah, okay. I figure we, we got a few. We got a few minutes yeah, left. Yeah. So we can go over. So I pitched a few games to you. Um, what made you pick this one over the other ones? Uh, I had heard about it, and then um, it, it. You mentioned it was like mostly exploration and just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, it, it seemed like we kind of drive our own adventure in a certain way, yeah. and that just sounded like more fun sure. than something that was more on rails. Okay. Uh, Especially just for playing with a bud. It's like, we can get into shenanigans and kind of do our own thing. And yeah, <laughs> and we have. Um, yeah, yeah, we definitely have. Um, but yeah, I, I had heard of it, and I had heard it was like a uh, like a kind of a shorter, but but like funny and fun game. Yeah. You know, like I, and, and it was uh, it was free on Game Pass, yeah. so. <laughs> game, pla- game Pass has been amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. really, when I saw it, I was expecting something more of a No Man's Sky. And even watching like um, reviews yeah. on it and stuff like that, trying to get an idea of how the game was going to be, I, I didn't really get the idea of the humor or the gameplay, like what it actually was. Right. Um, but yeah, when we we're De- definitely not No uh, Man's Sky, not even close. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> no, not even close at all. But when we when we I guess woke up in that ship and the first trailer started playing or the 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 robot voice whatever came over, I was like, oh, oh, okay, this is going to be a really funny game. Um, and then yeah, just exploring yeah. the the ship for a few minutes, like you you really got an understanding, and that helped kind of lighten my expectations. Like it helped kind of free me of like, okay, well, if this game completely sucks on the gameplay side, at least it'll be really funny and entertaining. <laughs> um, sure. And so far, like the game itself, the gameplay isn't like anything crazy or game breaking. Nah. But uh-uh. with the, I mean, even the quests aren't like anything. Uh, extravagant but the the i think the writing's been really funny and the gameplay has been pretty fun the names of the the creatures and how they interact and you know it's i think that's what's really surprised me about this game is like uh even though there's nothing super crazy about it it's still entertaining um oh it's really entertaining i mean it's it's like from the start screen there's an advertisement for a, a, an add-on to the game, and the add-on is called Hot Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even the achievements are funny. Yeah. Like, I read the achievements, and they're, like, very tongue-in-cheek, kind of making fun of you for doing things. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, like, one of them was, like, way, way to, like, kill the matriarch of an almost extinct spe- species. Yeah. Like, good job. One was, like, I can't <laughs> believe you wasted your time doing that or something. Yeah, uh-huh. so, yes, just stuff like that. It's actually, I mean, it's it's pretty funny throughout, yeah. um, and so it does make it pretty enjoyable that way. And and the game itself is really pretty. It is, like yeah. The, the environments are really pretty. There's a lot of vibrant colors, and the controls are pretty interesting. There's a lot of uh, tools that you can use to um, kind of figure out platforming puzzles mm-hmm. and things like that, which is fun. Um, there's definitely some UI issues with it. Like it can be kind of hard to figure out what the, what the compass is telling you to do. Yeah. And, um, some some of the, some of the missions I've found have been kind of hard to follow at times, sure. but 
other than that, like I've been really having a good time with it. I, what I've really liked is even though a lot of times we get split up or we just kind of wander, like it's really easy yeah. to get back and you know jump right on board. It's not something like I have to jump into a uh, fast travel thing and then I have to you know make my way across this thing and then get to you. It's it's more <laughs> right. like ah, oh, just give me a minute, I'll, I'll come back and find you. Um, Right, and so it makes it a lot less uh, risky, you know, that I'm I'm wasting my time. And that's another thing about this game is like there's no load screens, um, other than loading mm-hmm. into the game, like going from place to place. There is no load screens, and it is, yeah. It, I think that helps so much in my enjoyment of the game. Um, not having to like go back to the ship and then, you know, you wait for a minute or two to load into the ship and then you go do your thing and then right. teleport out and you have to wait another minute or something. So yeah, game is yeah. surprising. No, that's true. It's pretty seamless. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty seamless. Um, yeah. I'm, that's cool. I'm kind of wondering like what the end game is going to be like, if the stakes are going to get higher. Um, we kind of fought our first big boss uh, and it freaked me out when I first like walked in because I wasn't expecting it. I kind of like <laughs> I wandered a little bit and then I was like, okay, on to this next next part. I mantled up and I walk in. And there's this giant eye and this creature wrapped around this giant column <laughs> that's like five stories tall, and I freaked out and yeah. turned around. <laughs> left. Yeah. Like, oh no! <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> yeah, but but you know yeah. we got in there and we fought it and it wasn't too bad. So it was still like the enjoyment nah. factor was still there because you know. I mean, it wasn't that difficult, like to figure out how to beat this boss or anything like that. Uh-uh. Uh, but it was still fun and still enjoying the game. So I'm really interested to see what the, I guess the the second half of the game will be like, or what the end game will be yeah. like. So. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm curious about the. There's there's a healthy amount of mystery in the game. Yeah. as well as like, what's going on on this planet that you landed on? Mm-hmm. Why is the company that you work for being so sketchy yeah. about it? Um, you know, so I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it in the story, but I've been, I've been enjoying it. It's been fun. Um, all right. Well, um, you guys, uh, let us know what you guys are thinking about these, these games. Are there, what games are you guys interested in playing on the next gen? Um, is there some we haven't named or, or seen? Uh, do you have any other questions that? No, I mean, I would love to hear your thoughts on the topics we talked about and, uh, anything you're looking forward to in the next generation. It doesn't have to be a game. It could be a service or something like that. Like that's yeah. that's half of what I'm interested in with the Xbox mm. is things like smart delivery yeah. and uh, quick resume and things like sure. that. So sure. uh, you can uh, find us at um, the EG Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, I am on Twitter at Nick J Wells. And you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Skitch Two Five Six. Yeah, uh, hit us up on the Twitters, and we'll uh, we'll have a conversation. And uh, thank you guys yeah, for for listening in on this one. And um, yeah, I guess we'll uh, see you guys in the next one. Yeah, y'all take care.